Hello, and welcome to another episode of Raising His Kids. I'm your co-host, Lauren, and I'm here with Tony for a fun episode. With the holidays coming up, we know that there are a lot of tough times that come up when you're planning holidays with a blended family. Definitely. And even though Thanksgiving isn't celebrated here in Australia, although there's probably still some Americans living here in Australia that celebrate, our Australian listeners can still benefit from the advice for family dinners and other holidays, not to mention you'll be entertained by the stories that we'll tell today. Before we get into it, I want to quickly remind you about our Patreon. You can join for some really cool benefits. And don't forget, we also have our free community on Facebook where you can ask other stepmoms for advice and support. So now grab your coffee or your wine and let's get into it. We're going to start with reading some listener questions. And then if we have time, we will read out a few Step Family Reddit stories that we found. So Tony, did you want to read the first one? All right. So the first one from one of our listeners, which is 100% relatable for me. So it's got to be relatable for others. Is it okay to be upset about stepkid not getting to be with my family for Thanksgiving dinner? Or should I just be thankful that he gets to join in for darling husband's side of the family. Oh, that's that's really tough because it's like while you want him to go to your side of the family and even he might want or they might want you to or they might want to go I, I do feel like the parents take priority so like he shouldn't miss uh, Thanksgiving with either of like his families to go to your mm-hmm. family I guess um, that's really tough though correct or you could do what my family are doing and we're doing this for Christmas so I'll probably talk about it again in the Christmas episode but we have put a stance on because we split the day it, you know and most people are splitting the day or they're doing it every other year we've told our family that if they want to see the boys on Christmas that they can come to us yes that's so, what I was why, say so why not host Thanksgiving and welcome your family and your husband's family and do one big giant Thanksgiving yeah I think that would be the best option if you have the space to accommodate that many people for dinner yep definitely or even if someone in the family who's hosting it allow them to invite your husband's family true well. yeah true right. I mean what we're doing uh my dad's hosting Christmas this year and and what we're doing is just getting like one of those like, you know, cheap long tables that you set up for like a vendor fair or something, put a cute tablecloth on it and just use that as your dining room table. And it'll be in the middle of the living room, but it holds everybody. So it will still be okay. Why not? And right. I, don't, I don't know what we're going to do for Christmas. I don't know if everyone's going to come, but they've been invited. We're doing because we have the kids in the morning. So we've just told everyone that they can come for breakfast. Oh, okay. Everyone's invited. It's an open invitation. Let us know. My husband husband's freaking out because he received a phone call from his mother today going um I believe your mother-in-law has told me that she's staying over on Christmas Eve and I'm like is she now because she hasn't told me your mother-in-law as in his mom yes okay I was like wait a second (laughs) that's funny (laughs) that's how he refers to her because he doesn't want to take ownership of her I'm gonna start doing that that's so relatable my mom's crazy so I'm definitely gonna start doing that (laughs) so yeah so apparently she's staying over but you know what it means that she wants to see the kids yeah yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that's like, that's really nice for the kids too. I'm, I'm guessing they have at least somewhat of a relationship with her. They do. They have a relationship. She's the crazy grandma. She tries to visit at least once a month. Oh. she's She probably makes more of an effort out of all of the grandparents. Oh, really? Yeah. But she's not one for babysitting, if that oh. makes sense. She shows up with presents, but she's not one for babysitting. I, I don't feel like grandparents are obligated to babysit. It's like they did their time. They raised their kids. If they don't want to take care of more, that's okay. Yeah, no but I'm still one of those ones it's like where's my village oh me too I'm right there with you you know you know what I mean like so it's great she shows up for the kids she shows them love she shows them attention if she does want to help out that's fine but at least she's there for the kids in some capacity definitely yeah something that I didn't even think to put in the notes was like different custody arrangements um mm-hmm. because I'm pretty sure there are people who 
have an arrangement like you do for Christmas, where like they split Thanksgiving Day. Uh, we do every other year. And mm-hmm. while Christmas is sometimes taken away from us, we do always get Thanksgiving. So uh, on our prospective year, at least. Right. I was going to say, you always get it. Or so you get it. Karen lets you have it. Yeah. On when it, when it's days, your turn. And on the days the court has ordered it, she lets us have it. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully now with Christmas, now that you have Miss A, hopefully she'll be more lenient. I worry that it'll make it worse, but I do hope so. I hope so too. Do you want to read our next one? Yeah. So um, I don't enjoy stepson's company. Do I skip or attend husband, husband's family Thanksgiving dinner? It's a six hour drive away. I think it depends on how old the stepson is. Yeah. If if they're an adult or a teenager, maybe skip. If they're young, then you can't entirely blame them. Yeah, I agree. But and I mean, if they're an adult also, you could just avoid them. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you enjoy other people's company? Like, it right. sounds like you're wanting to avoid their whole in-laws. Yeah. I mean, which is fair. If that's the case, then don't go because six hours is a really long time to be with someone who you don't like being with, especially in the car. Also, I wouldn't be driving six hours for a holiday like that that's how far away my family is so we usually spend two days there but that's what we do yeah I just I can't imagine it but I guess I'm lucky because my family is closer but I'm also not that close with my family and my husband's really not that close with his oh okay so you wouldn't make a six-hour drive to for like Thanksgiving or whatever no no I don't think I would I contemplated making the two-hour drive on Christmas day after the boys leave to go visit my grandma but then the opportunity came up to work and I was like yeah I'm gonna take the money so I'm gonna work like the week between Christmas and New Year and get paid like double time and a half that's considered holiday that whole week for like the boxing day and all that is public holidays and then like New Year's Day is also a public holiday and they're days that I wouldn't normally work that's why I'm taking the opportunity to take the extra shifts I gotcha yeah yeah we don't really do boxing day so I don't even think of it so yeah I guess if there's people that you like make the trip but I know personally I wouldn't be doing a six hour round trip or six hour drive to the location unless there was something in it for me yeah and I mean to that point even if you were spending the night that's also like a really uncomfortable situation if you don't like where you are or who you're with so mm-hmm. I mean it's it does make it harder that it's like your husband's family it's not just like your boyfriend who you can be like oh I'm gonna go see my family instead but you could totally just go see your family instead it also makes it harder if you've got an ass baby that's true I wonder if that's the case so. that does make it harder I don't know personally I would just suck it up because I've, you know, I've sucked it up and gone plenty of places that I didn't want to go. Six hours is a long time. It is. And I can sit here and say that I wouldn't do it. But if my husband really wanted me to do it, then I would do it. Right. Yeah. So there's so many other variables that go in. I wish I had asked for more context. Uh, The next one is my husband wants me to attend his family's Thanksgiving dinner. This will be the first time I've met them. Should I go? Why not? No. If it's everybody, aunts, uncles, cousins, no. Don't meet everybody at once on a holiday. Okay. Right. See, I, f- I forget about that. Like it's the big family thing in America, whereas normally yeah. if you go, it's a family thing here. It's normally just the immediate family, like brothers, sisters, and parents. If that's the case, then yeah, that you're going to meet them all at one time probably anyway. But I think you should meet parents and siblings before aunts, uncles, and cousins. Yeah, I, I take back my answer, my <laughs> original answer. I take it back because if it's the whole family, like whole extended family, don't do it. Yeah, that would I be agree. that would be that would be too overwhelming. Like that that would be a case where I'd get so anxious that I'd get drunk and make a fool of myself. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you'd have to get drunk just to get through it. Absolutely. Uh, And then the last one we got is, please tell me how to get through a Thanksgiving with a boyfriend, his kids, and his parents. Uh, Wine helps to just like calm your nerves. I'm not saying get drunk, but it calms your nerves a bit. 
it. Wine helps. And if you can't drink, I'll drink for you. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It's only so helpful. I just, I don't know. The, I still feel awkward celebrating holidays with my husband's family. I do too, a little bit. It's definitely get, getting easier. And when I had Miss A, it got like way easier because then it's like all the attention's on her. So mm-hmm. it did get a little easier. But um, I do still feel a little awkward too. I still feel awkward. There's, there's that whole history, like the 20 years together. So, and like my sister-in-law, my oldest sister-in-law, who's close in age with my husband, was friends with Karen. Oh, that. Because they'd been around for the same amount of time. Right. Whereas my other sister-in-law, she didn't really get to know her. Like she hadn't been around as long. They got married, I think. It's my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law that are closer in age to me than they are to my husband. They got married like a year before Big K was born and they moved overseas. So they didn't really have anything to do with my husband and Karen. Right. So when they've come home, I'm just, I'm here and I am the boy's aunt and I'm family and they don't really bring up Karen. Whereas my husband's other brother always brings up Karen. Like it's something's always to do with the boys and it always has to do with Karen and, oh, does Karen have the boys or, you know, whereas with my other brother-in-law and sister-in-law, it's just not mentioned. It's just like, if the boys aren't there, it's just not mentioned. I honestly hate it when people are like, oh, where's T like on Thanksgiving or Christmas? Like, obviously if he's not with us, he's with his mom. Like, you think we just left him somewhere? And that just makes me so awkward. And it's just like, how long does it have to be for you to just accept that if they're not here they're with their other parent and why right. do you have to bring the other parent up exactly yeah thank god for the most part um she doesn't get brought up when it's just my husband and his parents and the kids but mm-hmm. when aunts and uncles get involved like they always ask questions about her and always makes me feel so awkward or like about our relationship like if we're getting along and all that it just makes me feel so awkward yeah it's like when when we spoke with the blended mamas and sam and maria and maria's like everyone goes so how's sam and she's like yeah good yeah right like i don't know how she is they get along and it's like awkward when they bring it up like as if there should be conflict like it's it's crazy right i mean talking about like in-laws getting along with karen guess who finally removed my husband's first wedding photos out of her house oh my god seriously seriously it was a couple of months ago but i forgot to bring it up so all the photos all the photos from the first wedding gone well that's great i can't believe they're i can't believe they were still up I would have been I don't think I would keep going if those photos were still up they weren't in a visible room like they were in her spare room which just had like a desk a bookcase and like kids toys in so no one ever really went in there but the kids went in there right and it was like really it would be really awkward every time I'd go in there and there'd be like my husband's first wedding photo right next to one of him and I oh god that is so awkward (laughs) like especially like people who like came and stayed in that guest room they would be like what's going on here (laughs) on the wedding pictures of of him with his wife like that's just so awkward it's like how many wives does he have <laughs> seriously that's so awkward that's a, the one picture that um my in-laws have and it's not like framed but it's in like one of those digital frames um mm-hmm. is a picture of Karen and like their whole family on a thanksgiving and i hate it every time that picture comes up because it's like she's like front and center of course because like you know how everything i've told you mm-hmm. about her you know that that's exactly what she would do and she's like bent over sorority girl pose and everyone else is like standing around her and I hate that picture it's so awkward oh my god like surely your husband can bring it up to his parents and go can we delete that he has before and they're like uh, so it's like the kind like the old kind that has like the SD card and Mm. they're like oh well it's like got everybody else in it like we can see if like 
we can have her like removed or whatever. She would lift out really easily for like someone who knew how to Photoshop, but um, they haven't done it yet. So clearly not a priority. So new plan, Christmas, get them a new digital photo frame and upload it with all new photos. Oh, we literally thought about that because we got my parents the kind that like you're, you just like uh, use the app and the, mm-hmm. the photos go. So we're like, they should have that so we can send photos to them. And we're like, wait a minute, this might be a good plan that we can just completely get rid of this photo. Actually, my husband and I were talking about what we should get my mother-in-law for Christmas today because she's the only adult that we buy for. We don't buy for my parents. We don't buy for his dad. We buy for her because, you know, she's all alone and does the whole poor me thing. And we're like, what do we get her? Like, she's a 73-year-old woman. Like, she, she's got more money than us. What what can we possibly right. buy this woman? So maybe we do that. And she could, like, put her on a bedside table and we could, like, give, maybe go shares. I don't know how much they cost here, but maybe go shares with my husband's brother. Yeah. And then we can both, like, upload photos to the app. It's a really good gift. Um, uh, I'll send you the one that we got if you want it. It's, like, 70 bucks, I think. Which means it's, like, 140 here. Oh, true, yeah. So, but yeah, I'll send it shares, to you. <laughs> if we go shares with one of the brothers, the yeah. brother that is the son of her, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it's a really good gift. All right. So, Ugh, we have yeah. some time. So, should we get into some Step Family Reddit stories? Yes. Let me pull that. So, I just, I went down a rabbit hole the other night. And it was just, I had it this idea because I'm like, what can I contribute to a Thanksgiving episode of our podcast when I really don't even get what Thanksgiving's about like <laughs> I think of like every time every time I think of Thanksgiving I think of the friends episode which is really depressing because of Matthew Perry oh I know which friends uh which Thanksgiving one though do you like uh the one where Monica and Ross are playing like football yes that's like one of my favorite episodes ever that is, that is like the best Thanksgiving episode and I just I love it I love it too it's so accurate that's how me and my siblings used to get super competitive over Thanksgiving football too yeah that was so we do christmas cricket oh that's so funny i love in that. australia so it was always cricket in the backyard or sometimes we'd have because my parents have a pool so sometimes dad would get out like an old badminton net that he had because he used to play badminton and he'd like put it over the pool and we'd play volleyball but it was mostly backyard cricket gotcha and my oldest brother always had to be the the big gun and literally he built a tennis ball gun one year and he would shoot it at us oh my god that is very competitive yeah so and crazy so i'm gonna go first because this one this one made me laugh am i the asshole for calling out step family's dirty laundry at thanksgiving after they criticized me for being unmarried so this is the story i'm still getting shit for this from my family so it's possible i may be a bit of the asshole here i'm 29 female the players are my mum, stepdad and four step siblings 35 male 37 male 40 female 42 male and their families. I'm the black sheep in that I'm the only one not married with kids, but that's by my preference. I love living alone. I don't want kids and having a partner just isn't that important to me. My family has been asking me when I'm going to get a boyfriend and settle down since I was 19. And the answer has always been, ew, never. I was going to skip Thanksgiving, but my mum insisted that she wanted everyone home this year if possible. So I went. It was the usual drill, but younger stepbrother and his wife are having another kid. So that was 
was the big announcement. This was fine until around the end of dinner, one of the stepsister-in-laws asked if I'm not anxious to have kids since I'm almost 30 and time is running out. I laughed and said, nah, I'm good. (laughs) That led to one of the stepbrothers saying that every family needs an old maiden aunt and some other comments I didn't appreciate. I said, let's move on. But my mom said, we're just worried about you. This is where I'm possibly the asshole. I know all the family dirt. So I said, well, I'm the only person at this table that's not an alcoholic, a cheater, or constantly broke as fuck because I have more kids than I can afford. So I'm not the one to worry about. (laughs) And that's how I brought Thanksgiving to a dead halt. And no one said a thing for the rest of dinner. But my texts are radioactive still. I feel like it was probably riding the line. And my mum says this has caused a lot of problems among the siblings, but also they kind of started it. They did start it. And I mean, even if you are like a little bit of an asshole here, I don't think it's completely undeserved. I feel like it's reactive asshole behavior. Yeah, exactly. Like commenting on my biological clock. No, thank you. I hate, I got that so much. And it's like, first of all, this will always be my argument that you never know what someone's going through because Mm -hmm. people will say that to you. And like, we were trying for two years to have a baby. People said that to me and it would ruin my day. So like, just keep your mouth shut. Exactly. And like, what what if this woman isn't even into men and just hasn't hasn't told her family that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the fact that the mom is like not worried about what they were saying to her and only worried about what she said about everybody else is kind of weird. Absolutely. But I guess that's because some grandparents get crazy when, well, sorry, some parents get crazy when it comes to being a grandparent. That is so true. They do. Yeah. Do you have one to share? I do. So this one is, am I the asshole for not making my son apologize to his step grandma after an argument? I'm male 41 and married to my wife, female 37. I have two kids from a previous marriage, boy 15 and girl 13. I am Jewish, as was my first wife before she passed. My current wife is not. We have no kids together. My kids have always got along with their stepmom and her family fairly well until recently. Thanksgiving with my wife's family is a huge affair, and it's the only chance a lot of the family has to see each other during the year. Which, side note, that's why I was saying not to go and meet everyone for the first time, because if this is the only Mm -hmm. time everyone's meeting for the... Yeah. Um, So my kids and I do not eat pork, but there are always options for us, or we bring something we specifically can eat, like vegetarian lasagna. Wednesday night, I had dinner with my wife's parents at their place. I should mention that my wife is not very personally religious, although she attends services with her parents monthly. My parents-in-law are very conservative-style evangelicals. We mostly don't talk about our religious differences, although I once had to stop my mother-in-law from encouraging my daughter to be baptized. Everything was fine until the end of the meal when my mother-in-law crossed her arms and said, quote, see, I told you nothing bad would happen. I asked her what she meant, and my mother-in-law said she had mixed bacon into one of the dishes to prove a point to us. I tried to ask very, yeah, I tried to ask very calmly why she would do something like that. My mother-in-law said it was to show that there is no point in following the Old Testament law anymore. I asked my father-in-law if he knew that she had done that, and he said yes. He seemed more uncomfortable, but he did talk about how Christ came to free us from the Jewish law, and they wanted to show us how we could be freed from the law as well. Side note, if you don't know, Jewish people don't eat pork. It's not kosher. By this time, I not you specifically, just listeners. Yeah. <laughs> By this time, my daughter was crying and left the room. My wife got up and followed her. My son has been growing more observant as he gets older. He flipped out. He screamed at my parents-in-law that they were terrible people, called my mother-in-law some very nasty names, and said he never wanted to come. My father-in-law started shouting back, and my mother-in-law started crying. I told the kids to get in the car, and then when I told my wife we were leaving, she said she would stay at her parents' house so she could help with Thanksgiving stuff the next morning. I was texting no. with my wife. Right. <laughs> I was texting with my wife 
life on TG. I don't know what that is. And she told my son, she told me my son is not welcome to come until he apologizes for the things he called my mother-in-law. I told her that's ridiculous that she is siding with her parents. And I told the kids that we would not be attending Thanksgiving. Instead, we ordered Chinese food and watched movies. My son was fine with it, but I could tell my daughter was down. She missed out on seeing a lot of friends she has on my wife's side of the family. My wife is still at her parents as of now. I should mention that I too am very angry at what happened and what I feel is the disrespect shown to me and especially my kids. I'm torn on to whether to encourage my son to apologize on a contingent mutual apology to us. I don't think no. he needs to apologize. That is so crossing the line. It's insane. It's like when, not the same situation, but Miss Kay had to listen to her, her grandmother. I'm not going to point out which one. Complain about how hard and how difficult she was to look after for one day. One day. Oh, and that's so sad. So when it came time to go and my husband said, are you going to say bye to grandma and give her a kiss and cuddle? She's like, no, I hate grandma. I wasn't going to make her apologize for that. She had to sit there and listen to her grandmother complain about how difficult she was to look after. Yeah, no, she should be apologizing to Miss K. Yeah, she's three. So uh, yeah, of course she's difficult. Uh, you know what I mean? But like, I'm not religious. So I, like, I'm comparing it to a scenario that I can yeah. relate to. Kids don't need to apologize for that. No, but I This agree. is a child's religious belief. Whether I believe in baptizing children and introducing children to religion or not is completely irrelevant. Yeah, it's like, I am not religious now, but I grew up in like a religious family. And if someone had like tried to push us to be baptized in another religion or something, it would have been so uncomfortable. And to mm. be pushing your beliefs on somebody else, like you don't mix bacon into something. Like, first of all, these people have never eaten pork. What if they have like a terrible reaction to it? And second of right. all, it's just so crossing the line to like knowingly do that to them. Right. Like I used to work in a chicken shop as a teenager. So similar to KFC, it was a fast food chain, but it did roast chicken, not deep fried chicken. And it's only here in Australia. And we'd have customers come in and ask if the chicken was halal. And I never lied to them, but there were some people that would lie to them and go, yeah, it is. Oh no, that's terrible. Like, and then when the owners took over, we were like Indian or whatever. Then we did purchase chickens that were halal and they cost like a fortune. No wonder he went bankrupt. But, you know, I never once lied to the customers that would ask when the chicken wasn't halal. I'd be like, no, sorry, they're not. Right. I mean, to be fair, especially with like a fast food thing, they should be doing their research ahead of time, not just trusting that the employees know. Mm -hmm. But you still, if you know they're not, you should definitely not lie about it. Exactly. And that's like hiding pork in something. It's like me feeding like a dish to a vegetarian going, yes, it's vegetarian. And they're going, huh, there's meat in that. Right. That's exactly what I was going to compare it to, too. It's just like, it's so wrong. And who cares if they're following the Old Testament? Like, it's their religion. It's their life. It is. All right. Do we have time for another one? Um, I think so. I honestly forgot to start the recording clock, so I don't know how long we've been recording, but I know it hasn't been okay. an hour yet. Okay, perfect. Well, let me chime in with this one that is actually a stepdad one. I want to make sure that we got this one in here. Okay. So this is actually from Thanksgiving last year. Stepdad here, live with bio mom, now have two stepkids at home, 12 and 15. They never visit their bio dad, live with me and mom, but I feel it's 100% out of convenience and comfort. Like if their dad had space and wasn't a deadbeat, they'd live there. So I'm insecure in what I mean to them as it is. Thanksgiving is here. Two hours before dinner, my wife approaches me and tells me they want to go to their dad. This oh. is the first time any of us are hearing about these wishes. I'm crushed and tell her so, but also ask her to not drive the kids there. Their dad has a car, can drive, but never picks his kids up. I feel like the more I give them and show love to them, the more these feelings of betrayal will hurt. I've begun to disengage a lot from them. Am I crazy? I know my wife has a bond that can't be broken and will take 
take whatever shit they throw at her, but I just feel used and taken advantage of. That is really hard. And to, I don't know, I don't know how I'd react to this. So don't come at me for this. But I feel like letting them go to their dad's two hours before your planned dinner is a little unfair. Like if they want mm-hmm. to go to their dad's, maybe they could go for like dessert or something. But you guys have already planned this dinner. So why would they go to your dad, their dad's instead of staying with them? I'm the same. Like if the Jays turned around and said to ask her, we want to go to mom's for Christmas lunch. I'd be like, sure. Well, you can call her and have her pick you up. Right. But I'm not driving you there. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, or I'd turn around and go, no, we're having lunch this year, but you can call her and ask her to pick you up straight after. Right. Exactly. And her picking them up would definitely be the key there. Like if, if she big pay, like let's let put in a bio mom situation here because this is like stepdad bio mom situation. Like if my husband came to me and goes, wow, I'm really like hurt that big K wants to go see what's his face. I'd be like, yeah, no, I'd make him call his father and go, if you really want to go, you call him and he can pick you up, but I'm not taking you because we have plans as a family. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, he would definitely have every right to be hurt, but mm-hmm. you, at the same time, you can't really be upset when they want to spend time with their bio parents instead. I mean, you can definitely be upset, but you need to let it go. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I don't get is like why they wouldn't want to spend it with the bio mom. I don't, we haven't gotten to any of these issues yet. Like he's, my stepson has never like wanted to spend a holiday with a different parent than he was at as far as we know. So I feel like I'm very in- inexperienced here. Well, we haven't experienced that either, right? My my kids always are just happy to go with the flow. This is what the schedule is. This is what's happening. Right. You know, next year might be different because the Jays have always had Christmas lunch with their mom because conven- it's been convenient for us. Like, so, you know, she's, because their schedule is um, a one o'clock pickup, right? Okay, but right. Big case schedules, a 12 o'clock pickup. So we've just always made it work. But I'm like, no, I'm sick of giving her every year she has to pick up. She picks up at 12, but we can't pick up before one. Oh, yeah, that's not fair. So when she once again requested to pick up at 12, even though Big K's leaving at 12, it's like, yep, not a problem. But next year, when it rolls around, it, it will be our turn to have Christmas lunch with the kids. Yeah, definitely. And so we'll just have to make sure we remind her that it's our turn and to not move your Christmas lunch an hour forward because she's obsessed with having Christmas lunch with the kids. And we have never had a Christmas lunch together as a family. Yeah, that's not fair. Because in Australia, it, I don't know how it is for you guys, but like when you do like your Thanksgiving and your Christmas, is it mostly like the family meals are dinner? Yeah. Yeah. So in Australia, for most people, it's a Christmas lunch because it's okay, summer, yeah. it's hot. So we do a lunch, we swim in the pool, we go to the beach. That's fun. Yeah. So so it's more of a lunch. We don't really do dinner. We did do dinner one year and my parents came over and my mother-in-law came over and it was really nice. That was um, Miss Kay's first Christmas. So that was the COVID year. But gotcha. like the tradition here is we do a lunch and it's like cold ham, cold chicken, salads. Like it's a cold lunch because it's so bloody hot. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's really nice. I like that. But yeah, with this one, stepdad definitely should feel hurt. Like that's normal. It, yeah, as a definitely. stepmom, I'd feel hurt. As a bio mom, I'd feel hurt. Yeah. Okay. So I have one more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 32 female, have been with my wife, Ava, for uh, 34 female for eight years now. Uh, but we've been married for five. She was a single mom of three kids and we started dating. She had two daughters, now 10 and 12, and a son, now 16. I've watched these 
these kids grow up. I've read bedtime stories, done bath time, first days of schools, PTA meetings, all of it. I very much consider them to be my kids and they've been calling me mom for almost six years now. My brother Ivan, 28 male, just had a baby girl with his fiance Sarah, 27 female. I love my niece and my kids adore their cousin. My kids have been the only grandchildren on that side of the family since Ava and I got together. There's never been a moment where the kids and my wife were treated like they didn't belong. My brother is their uncle. My mom and dad are their nan and pop. Uh, the kids see my family as their family, and I always thought of my and I always thought that my family felt the same way about them. The kids and I were over at my brother's house just hanging out, and my parents ended up dropping by with gifts for my niece. Ivan laughed when he saw the toys and told our mom and dad that they were going to end up spoiling her rotten. My mom said, since my niece is her first grandchild, of course they have to spoil her. My kids were sitting in the living room with all of us, and my youngest daughter looked hurt when she realized what my mother said. My son and my 12-year-old didn't fully react to it, but I could tell it bothered both of them. Sarah spoke up and said, oh, you mean first grandbaby, not first grandchild. My dad shook his head and replied that my niece was their first grandchild. I didn't want my kids to keep sitting there and listening to that, so I handed my son my keys and told him to wait in the car with his sisters. When they were gone, I asked my parents why they'd said that my kids weren't their grandchildren, and my mom said they couldn't be their grandchildren because they weren't really my children. My wife and I were going to be hosting Thanksgiving at our house this year, but I told my parents if they didn't uh, view my kids as their family, then they could just host a meal at their own house with their real family while I spent the holiday with mine. I left before they could say anything else to me, and my wife and I have reiterated to the children that they will always be my kids, and I will always be their mom regardless of our DNA. My brother is pissed at me now because he thinks I reacted too harshly and that I should try to see where my parents are coming from. My mom texted saying that she and my dad love the kids, but they still aren't their grandchildren, and she hopes that we can come to understand that because she doesn't want this to ruin my niece's first Thanksgiving. I haven't replied back. I meant what I said, but I'm worried that maybe I'm reacting too harshly. So um, this one hits hard. So my sister, the year, not the year we got together, the year we got married was the year she turned around and said, let's stop doing presents for the kids. So my family had stopped doing presents for the adults, but we're still doing presents for the kids. So the okay. year that my husband and I got married, when I was pregnant with Miss Kay, she said, let's stop doing Christmas presents for the kids. Why? Well, she's never fully accepted my husband and I don't think she's fully accepted the boys and I also don't encourage them to call her aunt because she's never react like treated them like an aunt Fair. whereas my brother her full blood brother my half brother fully accepts the boys like and he even talks to them like when he talks to them he talks to them as if I'm their mom and I guess that's for him because he grew up being raised by his stepmom right so to him it's black and white like I'm mom he just goes listen to your mother and they okay. react. they don't they don't go she's my stepmother like that's just that's uncle and when he talks about mom that right. he's talking about Tony. And when you're and in like that house with that side of the family, you are mom. Correct. You're the mother and, of the house. And even little Jay, like I've spoken about how little Jay's like really like when it comes to me being referred to as mom. Even when my brother refers to me as mom, he's very accepting of it. Like he just gets it, right? Right. But I, I can't help but feel like my sister pulled the pin on doing presents for the kids the year I got married because she doesn't accept my stepsons. Why does she get like final say in that? Well, I just agreed because, you know, we like I was about to go on maternity leave because I was pregnant True. with Miss K. So I'm like, you know what, whatever. So we we still did birthday presents, but she has never bought the boys a birthday present. And my brother that has kids has never bought the boys a birthday present. Oh really? Do you guys all spend birthdays together? And generally we do, but we oh. also don't always get together because we don't always have Big and Little J for their birthday. But we always like I always make an effort to go visit my niece and my nephews for their birthday. Okay. Yeah, I could and, see that being like something that slipped their mind if you're 
not like doing birthdays together, I buy hardly anybody a birthday present. So but I kind of get they that. come over. They they make an effort for Big K and Miss K. They don't make an effort for the J's. Gotcha. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm kind of like a believer in you can't force people to see them as your kids, even though you do. So I don't necessarily think that the parents are the assholes for for not seeing those kids as their grandchildren. But what I think is wrong is that they were talking about it in front of the kids. And as soon as the brother's wife had like corrected that and was like, oh, you mean your first grandbaby? They were like, no, like they didn't even catch that. Like they just kept Mm -hmm. going. And I think that is what is just really messed up. So there's more to my family twist, right? So my brother's son, oldest son, is actually his stepson. He is my godson. And I love him. He is my godson. But he is my brother's stepson. How did you become godmother? Because I was friends with his mother before we worked together. We were friends. Yeah. So that godson, love him. But he is technically my stepnephew. Right. Okay. But then my sister-in-law wanted to get snarky when she was pregnant with my niece and turned around to my mom and go, oh, she's your first granddaughter. But my sister had given birth to a daughter. Oh. But that's technically step-granddaughter. Right. Right. Yeah. That, so then, that... then I went one further being a smartass and went when I was pregnant with Big K and went, oh, so this is your first grandson. But I was being a smartass. And I said that to mom and mom knew that I was joking. Right. But if you if you want to get technical, like, so I still buy for my step-nephew, but they don't buy for their step-nephews. Oh, that's a shame. And they are nephews that call them aunt and uncle. Oh. But at the end of the day, I really don't give a crap about people buying presents for the kids. Like, show up and be that. But it's little things. Like, if you buy for one, you got to buy for the other. Yeah, that I definitely agree with. And I feel like in this situation, it's like the parents are also in kind of a hard spot because if they didn't see the other ones as babies, like seeing your first, like, or seeing any baby is like more fun than seeing an eight-year-old, right? So like, mm-hmm. it's like going and it's like, this is the first baby that your kids have had. So it's like your first grandbaby. And I feel like there's something like special about that, I'm sure. But I, like I said before, like what makes this so messed up is how they just kept going. Correct. Like they could have just gone, oh, zip it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Got it. What we said. But I also find this is also like the boomer generation. Yes. They have no filter. Right. They they don't understand how the things they say hurt people. Right. And they say what's on their mind. And yeah, it's just, I mean, I could see my mom doing that too, but she would definitely have stopped at like, if I, if I was like, oh, you mean your first grandbaby? She'd be like, oh yeah, that's what I meant. Like she would lie. At least lie. Like lying is better than not lying. But like, so who came first, T or your sister's? stepkids um my sister's stepkids do they have anything to do with your mom and your parents um not really because they they live even further away but they were all adults like my my sister's husband is way older so they were all adults by the time my sister met him so i feel like that's different also we need to get your sister on the podcast the stepmom yeah the stepmom. yes yeah we do and that, that, yeah. that, that, we'll title the episode that the stepmom that's not a stepmom yeah we should uh, okay so fair enough if they didn't include them right but that'd be like if they turn around and didn't include t and i guess that they don't have a real strong relationship with T because of the dynamics of the court orders and not being able to travel and stuff like that. Right. But that would still be hurtful. And that'd be hurtful to your husband. Yeah. And if like if we were in that situation where we were like, oh, your first grandkids or whatever, they would still like mention him. And if it was for Christmas or whatever, they would bring him gifts. They would treat him like another grandkid. They would put they would lump him in with like the cousins. No doubt. Yeah. And my parents are crazy. So I mean, 
I feel like this is just like, it seems so intentional. It does seem intentional. and Maybe they're a little bit narcissistic. Yes, it sounds like it. All right. I'm trying to pick the next best one to read. Those are the only two I screenshotted, so. Oh, I've been like deep diving into this for ages, so I'll keep going until you tell me not to. So do you want to hear mother-in-law invited by mom to Thanksgiving or one that starts with buckle up and listen to me whine, y'all? Oh my God, the first one. If we have time, we'll do the second one. <laughs> my significant other has an agreement to alternate Christmas and Thanksgiving for his four-year-old son with Biomum. This year should have been Biomum's turn for Thanksgiving and since she isn't going back to her home state to see family, my mother-in-law just decided to invite her to our family dinner selfishly so she could have time with her grandson of course. My significant other has not had a shared holiday with his ex-wife since they broke up and I have never met her before. I'm super oh, no. offended she thought this was a good idea. I'm ready to cancel Christmas now too. Any advice? Edit for context. I've never met Biomum before, but I know she and significant other do not agree on parenting styles. I recently moved in with significant other. This is my second family holiday. Christmas last year, stepson was with Biomum in another state with her family. Stepson was with us for Thanksgiving without Biomum, and mother in law has family photos of her ex daughter in law all over her home still. So significant other and Biomum broke up four years ago as soon as stepson was born. I would lose my mind. I would be so mad. I think that her husband should probably say something to his mom and then they should decide who's going to tell bio mom that she's not actually invited because that's definitely crossing a line and just like i was saying you don't want to meet aunts uncles and cousins you don't want to be bio mom on a holiday i have no idea how that's gonna go yeah i don't know what's worse meeting bio mom unplanned or meeting on a holiday right and like but, i've but talked so trapped exactly i've talked about it on my account before that when the first time you're meeting always keep it brief and keep it in a, like a public place like just so you have the opportunity to leave whenever you're ready. This is like the exact opposite of that. Yeah, it's a no for me. And this, when I read this one, this reminded me. So I recently just went and met my friend's baby that was born before I went to Fiji, but I couldn't meet because there was illness in her family and I didn't want to get like risk oh. getting sick before going to yeah. Fiji. So he's a couple of months old and I just met him and she was telling me that for Christmas, right? So they're going, her Karen lives in a different state and her mother-in-law, so the stepmom's mother-in-law, law lives in the same state as Karen but further away. So this Karen has kept the stepson from his father for the last nine years, ten years. He's about, I think he's just turned ten or he's just turned nine, something like that. And they only she only told the stepson about his father last year. Oh my god, why? Because she broke up with his stepfather and she had to tell him that it wasn't his real father. Oh. So and then, so when custody was going really well and they were seeing him once a month having him for the weekend because it's in the state so it's kind of hard and then shit blew up like almost a year ago so he hasn't seen him for like six months right and then all of a sudden they've gone to mediation she's agreed she realized that you know she was in the wrong and what let's go back to having one visit a month but then like when she told me when my friend told me this the stepmom's like oh so you're you're going to see your mother-in-law on boxing day and she's like yeah how do you know and she's like oh well i've planned a visit too. Oh my god. So and I forgot to mention that this whole time, the whole time that that Biomom Karen was withholding custody from Biodad, she was still in contact with Biodad mum. Oh my god. This is so messy. Yeah. So for the first time ever, so they've got a newborn baby, they have a two-year-old, they're going to spend Christmas after Christmas. They're going down on Boxing Day. They're traveling to the mother 
brother-in-law's house and they're going to do Christmas lunch on Boxing Day and now Karen's going to be there too and like my friend's really struggling with it but her husband's like oh at least we get to see my son yeah and I feel like that is what would like keep people going is that they would be able to see their kid yeah so ha- how can- many do they have like a relationship now like the son and his dad yeah so they met they were having like one visit a month and then Karen thought that my friend was overstepping as a stepmom because she posted a family photo at her her biological son's first birthday that that's Karen a lot of nerves she, Karen said she could post it she didn't like it when it was made a profile picture oh that's a lot of nerve coming from someone who lied about who their son's dad was for 10 years Karen, Karen also took the photo oh my god what a crazy it, was when, it was when stepmom made it a profile picture on Facebook and I said to her I'm like you need to look that shit down and mm-hmm. don't be friends with her on Facebook don't communicate with her because that's where the conflict's gonna be but yeah it's just mind-blowing and she's like that bitch better not be staying at mother-in-law's house otherwise I'm not fucking going no I would be like really so I have a good relationship with my in-laws and they don't like her so I guess this is like hard for me to say I would be like really blindsided and upset if they thought it was okay to invite her without talking to me or my husband well that's the thing right so mother-in-law and Karen arranged this and were going to surprise my friend and her husband that's not a good surprise that is not a good surprise like having having the kid there that's a surprise having Karen there that is not a surprise also I don't really like surprises so so I wouldn't even like it if the kid being there was a surprise like I would want to be prepared for that absolutely because like things get awkward right what if if they showed up and the kids there but they didn't have presents for the kid because they weren't expecting the kid to be exactly that like that was exactly my point like you need to be prepared for what you're gonna need for the kid that's I don't like that I don't like any part of that (laughs) no but when I found that one I was just like oh my god it reminds me of this story yes so true all right so the last one buckle up and listen to me whine y'all so bye mom gets every other weekend plus a Friday and Monday tacked onto her weekends which seems reasonable right Friday to Monday Yeah. yeah she gets Thanksgiving this year which falls between her two weekends she feels this means she is entitled to three straight weekends but the contract says that no parent gets three in a row so she thinks she can just move one of her three weekends to the weekdays leading up to Thanksgiving despite the following facts it would be simpler to just switch weekends they have always switched weekends when holidays fell on the other parents weekend number three is we would have no time to celebrate with him around Thanksgiving number four if we did what she is trying to pull my husband would get to take her weekends if this holiday fell on it which would leave her without seeing him for a month sometimes. Mediation has been threatened. Lawyers have been threatened. We called ours who confirmed that she's being crazy, but there's nothing we can actually do about it right now. Finally, she admitted that they would be extra days and she still is berating my husband for not giving her extra days. She said that he is being unreasonable, selfish, and a slew of other forgettable insults. Well, after all she's put us through, hell no, we're not rewarding that behavior. So we'll get what we give her, period. Well, how would that work if like you're now going to start switching weekends so she doesn't get three in a row so now you would just be getting the opposite weekends than you've been because or which two would you get two in a row well I would assume you'd get two in a row so like if she took the first two and then you took the last two like if she took the week before Thanksgiving weekend of Thanksgiving and then you have the one after and then your normal weekend gotcha whenever like that's happened to us where Thanksgiving falls on the opposite week we just have them three weekends in a row well that that's what we do like if like I guess if Easter was included in our thing like like if Easter was one I guess that's what we would do. Right. Christmas is pretty straightforward like there's no cut and dry we negotiate 
initiate the Christmas school holidays because remember it's that six-week period. Right. So we've negotiated with both our co-parents that we have two weeks. So we have from the end of school through to Christmas Day. Then they have from Christmas Day for three weeks. And then we get the last week of the school holidays and the first week back at school. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So, but if it was me, like, I don't know, but maybe it's because I'm not attached to Thanksgiving that I'd be like, just let them have three weekends in a row because then I have three weekends that I can go do shit. Yeah. I feel like the the problem there is that the court order says that parents don't get three weekends in a row. I wouldn't fight it, like, personally. There have been times when we've had to, like, switch weekends and we've had three weekends in a row or bio mom has had three weekends in a row. And mm-hmm. it's never been a big deal either way because it always gets made up at some point. Right. And it's like, this just brings to my attention. Karen recently sent an email. She wants to go on another vacation to the UK next year, but without the kids. And she's asked to have the kids for two weekends in a row, two weeks in a row, because that's when we go to 50-50. So she wants her week, our week, then us have the kids for two weeks and four days in a row. And my husband and I went back to her and go, that seems really impractical, especially with little Jay with his autism. He gets really like, because it would mean that he's with us for two weeks, four days, goes back to her for two days, then comes back to us for a week. Oh, yeah. And that that would not be good for him. So our suggestion was that we just swap the whole month. She has the whole month of May. We have the whole month of June. And then that leads into the June school holidays. And then we go back to our normal custody schedule. Did she agree with that? No idea. She hasn't responded. She has a habit of only checking her emails once a week. Oh, okay. It's frustrating. So like too bad if we send anything important because my husband doesn't like communicating because he only has a work phone. So he doesn't like texting anything. Right. I get that. I wouldn't either if I only had a work phone. Plus he prefers to have it all documented in an email thread. So all the conversations are like one thread. I agree. We try to do that too, but she never checks her email. So that's it work. We're hoping that she agrees to it because it would make much more sense. Yeah. And you have to think of the kids with stuff like that too. So Well, and because she wants us to take them for an extra four days and then goes, I'll make up my four days later. Right. Like like when we've got 50-50 custody, like just give up the time. Right. <laughs> or we swap the whole month. Yeah, because then she'll like pull out like something when something's important and it's your time. She'll be like, oh, I'll make up my four days now. So I'll take them. Right. Like we, we now have 50-50 custody. So it's either we swap a whole month or you give up your time. Right. I feel, like, I feel like that's something that's missing. Like it says that there's makeup time. So like if Karen was to take the boys, we're owed makeup time. But there's nothing, there's nothing worded that if she was to give up time, she gets makeup time. Gotcha. So like yeah, we gave up time when we went to Fiji and haven't asked for that time back. Okay. Because we gave that up. Right. Right. Yeah. That, that does get a little confusing there, I guess. So it's interesting. But getting carried away, talking, having a great conversation. But yeah. So some of those stories are crazy. Our stories are crazy. Yeah. I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. And don't forget to leave a five-star review wherever you like to listen. We love seeing those reviews and it makes our day. I want to remind you again about our Patreon and our Facebook group. You can find the links to both in our bio. We want to take a second to express how grateful we are, all of you, for listening each week, engaging in our listener questions and your positive DMs always makes us so happy and we're so grateful for it all. We really are and we couldn't do this podcast without you. We hope you have an amazing holiday. Watch the parade, enjoy your turkey and eat an extra slice of that pie. And let me know if you need me to drink some wine for you. Thanks so much <laughs> for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.